over the weekend, Isaac and Laura and the kids, and uh, I taught them a song. I said, who's your favorite buddy? And they say, PK. I've trained them because I know I come bearing gifts when I go to visit them. But anyway, it's good to be here, and everybody's doing well. Well, Brother Tino, did we already get the offering? Oh, we didn't? Okay, well, guys, get ready. I, I already thought you took it. I'm an absent-minded preacher. Lord, bless the offering of the givers tonight. And may it be a great blessing to Brother Tino and Sister Sarah on their journey and that they'll be have their needs met in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, after we collect it, uh, I'll mention this couple of things. Zach's going to be starting a home Bible study for young adults. He's reaching out to some that don't go to church necessarily. And so he's trying to work it from a different angle. And I think what I'm going to do is we're going to have a study, and I might order some more of the books, but I have 20 books in my office right now, The Master Mentor by Marvin Gorman. It's a study on the Holy Spirit and on the relationship we have with the Holy Spirit and the gifts and everything. So it's Brother Gorman's last book that he wrote, and it's a dandy. And so uh, if you're a husband and wife, you could share if we didn't have enough to go around that way. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then if I have to be gone, Pastor Ken can just pick it up where I left off and teach right from the, the material. I think you'd do that better than me, probably. But Brother Tino, come ahead. He's been my friend for 32 or 33 years. We've almost forgotten a long time. <laughs> He's been my friend as long as Zach's been born. Actually, I you came before Zach was born and met us, and then I went to Mexico, and this is what young preachers do. Sister Jan, I, sh I wouldn't do it now. But I went to Mexico two weeks before he was born. You know, I was taking a risk. I didn't realize it. I was just a little dummy back then, a young father-to-be. But uh, she waited for me so that I could be there for the birth. Wasn't that gracious of her? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Brother Tino, come ahead. So he's been my friend as long as I've had children. Amen. Well, yeah, he's been a he's been a good friend, I guess. Uh, you know, just <laughs> you've been <laughs> no, 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 you've been <laughs> very good friend. Okay, <laughs> you talked about signing the check. No, 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 you've always a good friend. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, no, we we appreciate Pastor Kevin and and uh, Heartland. Christian Church here. Uh, I don't know if I said it right, but family and and CFFI. CFFI is 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 uh, has been an important part of our lives because we, uh, uh, in a certain way, uh, years years ago, uh, the agency we've been a part of, which is Globe International, and we still are a part of them. But uh, years ago, they 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 couldn't, um, for some reason, they couldn't continue to. Um, support uh, our, our children's ministry. We started children's ministry back, back I don't know when years ago, and and um, 
I, I called Pastor Kelly. I said, man, you know what? I'm, I'm really sad. You know, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know what, if these fellows want to want to get us out of Globe or what. What is the deal? Because they don't want to. You know, they, they don't want to have our kids' ministry under Globe. And of course, that would mean that they would have to help us help us raise funds and run run and channel money through uh, through Globe for the children for those three feeding programs that we have. And so it. Uh, and Pastor Kevin said, no, don't worry about it, man. CFFI, we'll run it right through CFFI and no problem. Back then it was called um, Drops, not Drops, it was called uh, Love in Action. Love in Action, now it's called uh, Drops of Love. And um, and just to let you know a little bit what we're doing, is it's exciting. Uh, I know that... Um, yeah, they want to give it still. We still use the same name, Love in Action. So you can write your... Thousand dollar checks or million dollars, it doesn't matter, just whatever, whatever the Lord puts in your heart, you know. Hallelujah. Just kidding. Anyway, but Love in Action is the one we still use officially because we never really changed the name. But in Mexico, we did change the name. It's called Drops of Love uh, there in Mexico. And, uh, you know, God, God has really been doing some, some new things. I'm, you know, I'm going to, uh, since last year, we are we are uh, excited because uh, you know God's always opening new doors and um, there, there's one thing that I appreciate of the Lord and that is that God is always keeping us connected to what He is doing. Uh, I'm just I'm just in awe with what God does and how He does it and when He does it and who He does it through. You know we're we're uh, this this last year we. We will connect in this to now see how we're going to work with uh, what is called Commission for Life. That's a new, it's going to be a new uh, um, um, a, a new part of our um, Bible school, which is, uh, is the Instituto Bíblico de Aguascalientes uh, Bible, Bible Institute. That is set up for two years uh, training, basic training. And then we have a third year, which will be com- Commission for Life, which is a missions uh, specialized uh, training, and, and and so we have we have we're going to be doing that starting uh, this next year, possibly either in January or into February, and and so it's it's a commission for life is already is already involved in in missions. It's already we're bringing in missionaries from other parts of the world. We we brought in a missionary just uh, a few months of I guess a month ago uh, is going to India. And they're Mexican. These these couples are this couple is a Mexican Mexican couple. And then we brought in a, a, a sister who is a single sister. She's in in Egypt. The sister Sandra Urbina. Uh, she is a uh, she's a dentist in Osadani. She she was trained in Mexico, and that opened doors for her to go to the mission field. And when she got there, of course, she didn't want to she didn't want to stay. She had to learn you know Arabic and I don't know what else. And it took her forever. And the men there, you know, treat a woman, you know, uh, I guess they treat a dog better than they treat a woman. That's, that's how bad it is there. You know, your your camel's worth more than a woman. And then if she's single, um, and she is considered to be a prostitute. And so that's why they, they refer to her as a prostitute. So she has to be incredibly careful, you know, where she is, you know, where she walks, at what time she's walking in, there in town and all. But um, she's there. She's there, and God has her there. And, and, and our, our little church there in, in Canada, Honda, right outside of Awas, Pastor Kevin has been there uh, a number of times. And that little church has been supporting her on a monthly basis. We support her, you know, in missions. We, we send her, we send her a, a, uh, a donation, a missions donation. And we're, we're staying connected with her. We're staying connected. So when she comes back to Mexico, you know, we have her to come, to come, and and we house her, and we we have a we have a we have a missions home. We set up for teens now. It's a it's a home that God gave us. It was our house that we we had kind of built, and then we uh, uh, we, we got out of that house, and, and that became the mission, the missions. Uh, I guess the mission commission for life missions home, and now we have our own house, and in our own house upstairs is where my wife and I live. And the downstairs is going to be used for the commission for life. In other words, that third level, that's where we're going to we're going to have that third level of training. 
and which is Commission for Life for Missions. And uh, I'll tell you, and then, of course, we're, we're getting ready to send teams uh, to, uh, to the mountains of Mexico where we're reaching out to these ethnic, ethnic groups, Indian ethnic groups there. I mean, it's, it's, it takes you to another totally, totally a, a different dialogue, different language. And going there is a real challenge, and that's going to be part of the curriculum for the uh, students. Eh? We, we're going to send them over there and put them to work and, and, and just love missions, love the people. And, and if you go there, man, you, you fall in love with the people, with the saints. Uh, for example, the, the leader, uh, the pastor there in that area, uh, in La, La Sierra de los Tarumaras, it's the, the, the mountains of, of the Tarumaras Indians, uh, he has uh, he has uh, he does a lot of his ministry just walking, and they're known in that area, uh, those that tribe, they they run, they walk, they run, so they walk for miles and miles, and they run like crazy, uh, and sometimes they walk barefooted. And it's really interesting because it's you know it's it's, it's mountainous and uh, the terrain is not easy, and there's areas where we can't even get a truck in there, a vehicle, you know, not, not even a donkey. So, you know, you got a backpack in there or however you got to climb up there just to reach the certain communities with the gospel. So, you know, it's, it's, it is exciting how, what God is doing with us and through us there. And, of course, we went this past September. We were in Colombia. Yes. Anyway, uh, in, in case, I mean, we, we want you to go. We want, we want to invite you. We want you, we want you to, you know, just be... Uh, encourage in the Lord to to really get into the nitty gritty, nitty gritty. Anyway, get into something that that I believe is is kind of change your perspective of you know what God wants to do with you. You know it uh, it uh, uh, and we went with a group of it was eight of us. Uh, they're from from Aguas, Aguascalientes. Took the uh, uh, this team. With us and a team from uh, Brother Mickey, Mickey and, and his wife, uh, Mickey Butler out of Miami. Uh, he went with an, another small group, and you know we ended up meeting up and there in Bogota. And then we we, we ministered. We had, we had an incredible time, incredible time, and we're connecting. We're connecting in church plants there in a, a little town called Pereira. Uh, Pereira is a town made about five hundred thousand people. It's not that big. But uh, but uh, we're in there. We're we're, we're working. Where we are um, embracing uh, and, and serving as a covering for a, a church, what should become a sister church there in Pereira, and it's a new mission. It was a church that has been founded on on top of uh, uh, a garbage. It was it, they would throw garbage in that in that in that land there, and so they made a church out of it. Now it's a mission. And they have a feeding program, just like we do there in Awas. And so that's, we have a lot of things in common. And, and so that's one of the things that we want to send people from Awas to go and minister there. And if they're single women, we're going to get them married. Hallelujah. Any single women here? Hallelujah. That are not afraid? That aren't scared? We'll set you up. Anyway, okay. Um. And so that's kind of things, some things that we're involved in this this past year. We, we did that, and, and this year we're going back. I'm, a matter of fact, I'm being invited. That's why I plan to get your pastor to go with me. In January, January the 2nd, matter of fact, just right after January the 1st, January the 2nd, they want us to go there and to go minister to the to uh, pastors uh, pastors and leadership um, um, conference. And, 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 and that's, you know, the, the, the Colombian people, I don't know what happened, but they when they went through all the, you know, all the the drug lord situation and all the killing and the murdering, all that they, you know, they these people were scared and they were, you know, they 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 just didn't know what to do with life anymore. But for some reason, they're open. They're open to the gospel, which is it's exciting. It's exciting. I've, I've gone there. I said twice already. And they're super nice. They're real sweet. Uh, almost anybody on the street, you can meet you, even the, the even the druggies. You know, you meet them on the street. Hey, what's going on, Mato? ¿Qué pasa? And they're like, Ah, yeah, hey man, yeah. You know, they're they're open to receiving Jesus and 
talking to them about Christ, and, and then they invite you into their house. Of course, they want to offer you a drug, but of course, we don't we don't take that. But you know, they say if you, you you got some Colombian coffee, go you, oh, see, sí, amigo, a lot of, and they take you to the back, the back, you know, where they got their plants. You know, they got their they got their marijuana plants, and they got beside it some coffee plants. They all have coffee plants. All the Colombians have coffee plants. Yeah, he says, this is my coffee, man. This is, this is, it's got my name on it. What's your name? Pancho Coffee. Hey, all right. Pancho's Coffee, okay. Yeah. And, and, and uh, it's, I don't know what it is about the coffee in Colombia. It tastes so good. You know, it's, it's, you can buy it. You can get it fresh because they, you know, <laughs> they roast it for you right there in front of you. And, and uh, but they just got this little one plant. And on that plant, I guess they, they grow other ones and more and then more. <laughs> They're obviously not getting rich over that business, but but everybody has. It's like the Mexico. You go to Mexico, and most Mexicans they have they have you know um, um, hot pepper plants. You know you would never think that, but the Mexicans they love you know chili peppers. So they a lot of them have little chili pepper plants in their backyard or wherever they have uh, plants because uh, they got their own. I, I know that because my mom used to, used to do that all the time. She would always keep a, a, a what they call a chili piquin. Was a little a little, very small little little pepper, real small. And when they were red, oh my goodness, you couldn't bite into them suckers. They were so spicy, so hot. And and so she always kept the plant, and she'd always send me the back. She said, "Son, go go go, get me some 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 chili peppers back there," you know. And there I go, I'm back there. I'm looking at the plant. I, I knew where the plant was. I knew exactly what it was. And so I'm there picking the the, the red ones. She wants some red ones. And I, I say, Mom, there are no more red. You ate them all. There's only green ones. I don't care. Bring me those. I don't care. I just want a hot pepper. <laughs> and she, and she, they were so small, she just smashed them and put them in the eggs, you know, mix them with the eggs. Oh, my goodness. It tastes so good. I'll tell you what. They wake you up in the morning. Anyway. Hey, I'm, I'm talking to you about a little bit about culture, but... You know, Commission for Life is involved in culture. It's involved with people. It's connecting people with people. Um, and and uh, we want to send in a construction team. So if you like construction, I want, I want you to sign up for that. Brother, nobody said amen. Nobody said amen, yeah? Hallelujah. Don't look at me like, oh, no, no. Um, and we're, we're, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be helping this pastor, Pastor John, here in Pereira. Uh, you know, construct. Uh, he's already got a small little portion there. Maybe you can sit about, I would think, maybe, maybe 15, 20 people. Um, and, and then, of course, we may have to move his, his, uh, his, uh, his coffee plant further back because, he, you know, he lives, he lives almost, it's not a cliff, but it's, it, 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 it just it goes in an angle. It goes all the way down into a creek. But it's all full of plants. It's, a, it's like a jungle. You know, Colombia Colombia's a jungle. Almost everywhere I've been in Colombia, there's a jungle there, you know. And 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 uh, um, but uh, we're 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 doing what God has called us to do. And I sometimes I ask God, I say, God, you know what? I'm 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 64 already, you know. I'm 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 getting I'm getting old already. Um, the the guys ask me, he says, Pastor, if you go, can you still walk over there in Colombia? I said, I'm gonna teach you something, buddy. I'm gonna teach them. So what I do before I go to Columbia, I, I'm, I'm, I, I go to the, you know, I'm, I mean, I don't go to the gym, but I just go outside and walk and run, play basketball. So that when, 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 when I hit the mountains, I'm breathing good. You know what I'm talking about? I feel good. I feel good. Da, 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 da. You heard that before? And, and so, so uh, uh, you know, it becomes, it becomes a challenge. Even though you might be a certain age, you may have you know, certain weaknesses, you may say. But um, if you decide to go, God, God is going to be with you. He's going to be your strength. You know, if you're, you're put to the test a little bit. But hey, so what? Yeah, we've had a bunch of other tests, right? You know, I don't know about you, but I flunked a lot of tests in my time. A lot of tests. So when God gives me a test now, I ask him, God, is this a test? <laughs> he doesn't tell me nothing, but I, I figured out already it, it is a test. I said, you know what? It is a test, and I don't like tests. I'm always flunking, so, you know, don't be surprised <laughs> if I flunk this one, okay? <laughs> but he knows us so well, 
And he gives us his grace to be able to overcome even those kind of tests, right? And uh, so I welcome you. If you, uh, in your heart, God speaks to you. Uh, I would like for you guys that really, really pray about coming with Pastor Kevin. Uh, you know, when he comes down, uh, you know, he, he, he just, he's, he's like, he, he's a missionary that likes to stay in a nice hotel, you know? And that's, he's, 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 he's my kind of guy. He's my kind of guy. Um, and, and then we, we just hang out. We go, we go to different places. We went to go suffer in Puerto Vallarta, right? You, you, do y'all know where Puerto Vallarta is? Just you, brother. The rest of you don't know where it is, right? Okay. Did y'all ever see the Fantasy Island? The, the, it's in the Pacific. Y'all ever see Fantasy Island, right? Anyway, the, the boat would always land in Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Um, and the night of the iguana, I think, Elvis Presley, or who, I don't know who it was, made that, made that place famous also, Puerto Vallarta, back in the 60s, I think. Anyway, I'm talking to a lot of young people here, I guess, huh? I don't know. Um, but just to let you know that God has been able to bless us, and, and we've been traveling more this, uh, you know, this year, uh, last year, and it's just been a, a, a real connection to what God has placed in our hearts to do. And uh, we're continually praying, seeking God about, you know, what, what he wants to do next. You know, what's, what's, what's on the agenda for God? And, and through all this, we continue to believe him, to trust him, to pray, and, and to see what, you know, in the area of the supernatural, what he's going to do. And it's always, you know, it's always like we, my wife and I, in, in, at, at the night before, we, say, we, we come up and we say, hey, what, what are we going to do tomorrow? She goes, well, what we do every day. I said, what's that? We're going to take over the world. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Pinky in the brain. You ever seen Pinky in the brain? Anybody? Goodness gracious. Anyhow. <laughs> but that's what we do. We are, we are believing God. The world is ours. It belongs to the kingdom. If you're part of the kingdom, it belongs to you. And you belong to that work. You belong to those people. You belong to that culture. You belong because this is your time. This is my time. This is when God has called us. This is when God has anointed us. See, you're not anointed just to come. And you know, I, I mean, I, 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 I love the minister in the prophetic. I really enjoy that. It's, it's like it's down my alley. But I've learned to say, okay, God, you know, if, if, I, if, if, you're, call, if you're calling me, if you're going to fill me up with gifts and these prophets come and speak words over me, Lord, I don't want to just you know, sit in some chair, warm up the chair, and, and, and let those prophecies rot. It got, got quiet. It got quiet all of a sudden. Hallelujah. You know, God gives us something so that we can be used of him because he wants to use us. That's why he, he can trust a man or woman of God that is, is going to give you a word, a prophetic word, a word in season, uh, you know, a a word of wisdom concerning your life or direction you need, you need to go. But what does it matter if you don't carry out that word, if you don't believe God for that word, if you don't trust him? And if all of a sudden you start putting all the obstacles that, you, that, that you've known for years that turn into excuses. Say, you know what, God? No, I, I don't think I can really go. Pastor Kevin's going to go. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that. And learning to trust him is learning to hear from him. First of all, you'll hear from God. He'll tell you. That, that word will come to you. Or even if you don't get a word, um, you know, if, let's say you're Nazarene. I used to be Nazarene, so, or you're a Baptist. You know, you don't flow into prophetic. Well, you probably don't. At least I don't know very many brothers or sisters that are, 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 are Baptists that flow into prophetic. But God moves in you. See, God moved in me when I was in the Nazarene church, and I didn't know any better. I didn't understand what God was trying to say to me. So I went, I went to sit, my, my wife's cousin, she's, a, she's a, a preacher, you know. She's filled with the Holy Ghost. I said, so I'm, I'm sensing this, and I'm, and, and I'm hearing this, and I have this conviction about serving God in this, in this capacity, and I'm dreaming this. What does it mean? And she said, well, God is calling you into the ministry. Ooh, I said, how do you eat that? 
Does it come in a sandwich? In a piece of bread? You know, like a pizza? He says, no, 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 no. There's, there's something that you got to do. There's something that you, that you got to pursue with all your heart. He says, yeah, you've got to begin to pray and to seek God concerning your call. And you got to be clear about it. Say, God, what is that call that you are speaking over me? What, what are you calling me to do? Where do you want me to go? He says, you got to pray about the place you're going to go to prepare yourself in the ministry. That's, that's what I began to do. I began to trust God. I began to pray. I did what she told me. And next thing you know, you know, we're in this Bible college in 1982. My wife and I and my son Jacob. He was only two months. He hadn't even become two years old at that time. And we were there. Yet we already already registered the school. And, 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 and uh, we're going to live in a, uh, in, in, in a little trailer. And I went back to get Sarah. Jacob then in Palm Beach where we used to live, where we met the Lord. Went up to Pensacola where the school was. And uh, we, we went into that trailer, and my, and my wife said, what did you bring me to? How would you want to change Palm Beach to something like this? It was full of rats. Full of rats, roaches, and demons. See, you know, you, just, you, you choose which one you like the best, you know. It was just that we're in there. And I'm telling you, man, I, got, we moved, I, go, I go, honey. You know, God is calling us. That's, all, that's my big, biggest excuse for Sarah. Which is, honey, maybe we shouldn't go there. I said, nah, but God is, God is calling us. I mean, what do you want me to do? He's calling you. He's calling me. Uh, what, what do we do? There's no turning back. She says, well, I guess you're right. But, well, at least, at least just help me cast these, de- these devils out of this trailer. Because they, they, they keep bothering me. I go, okay, okay, okay. No, no problem. We'll cast them out. That night we just we prayed all night for about an hour or something, took authority over the stinking demons, and boom, they left. Hallelujah. They wouldn't come back since all the time we were there. They never came back. If they did, they were trying to stick their head in there, but then, no, 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 get out of here. You know, we don't want you in here. Um, I'm saying this to you because God brings you to a place in your life where um, there's always going to be trials in our life, and we're going to be tested. And God is going to, sometimes he'll bring you to a place where what you have, he'll take it from you. I don't know if you know that. You know, if you, if you have a, a, a penny and, and, and you give it away, you know, God will always give you something more. Maybe two cents, <laughs> two pennies, three pennies. But as you plant the seed, as you plant your own life, you see, your life, your heart, your, your being is, is that seed that you plant for the kingdom of God. You see, he wants to use people. He wants to use human beings. Okay? Uh, God is interested in, 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 in human beings listening to him. He wants you to listen, wants you to hear. And once you hear him, then you begin to pursue that call. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's not easy. But God will bring you to that place where he begins to, you know, he'll, he'll, go, he'll take you from, from test to test. Okay? The Bible says he takes you from glory to glory. I don't know about that, but you know, he's been taking me from test to test. Okay? He tested me years ago, and he's still testing me today. You know, I said, God, haven't you figured me out yet? <laughs> you know, um, anyway. Um, but he's, he's teaching us so that we can... Learn to, to trust him, but even above that, you, the years go by, you've learned that he that uh, that he's want, he wanting to trust you. It's kind of reverse a little bit. God wants to trust you. God wants to use you. You know, there's an old there's an old uh, um, poster of Uncle Sam saying, you know, trying trying to get people enlisted into the army in the First World War and the Second World War or, or Vietnam or whatever. And you know, he was inviting. He, he wanted you to sign up. He wanted you to be a part of something, you know. And then they offered the fact that they're going to give you money. They're going to pay you a salary if you sign up. I mean, you might die, but eh, whatever. You know. I didn't, I didn't know anybody that was, you know, that, that smart to sign up. But I guess there were people that signed up. The other, the others, the other ones were drafted. You know, they went in there by force. They forced them to go, which was difficult. 
But I'm, let me tell you, God will, God is looking for volunteers. And if you don't got volunteers, eh, he's going to draft you. So you make up your mind. He's going to corner you. He's going to corner you. He's going to put you in a corner. He's going to say, okay, are you ready? And you're going to say, no, I'm not ready. Okay, I'll get you ready. <laughs> That's what he does. I'll get you ready. I'll set you up, okay? Okay, I'm going to send you to, 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 to uh, Christian Family Bible Institute, right? Something like that, or Heartland Christian Family School, right? Right, brother? There you go. Close enough. <laughs> and you sign up, and you begin to, to, to get trained. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter how old you are. I, we had students there that, that were my generation there in, in Liberty Bible College in 1982. And they were these old gizzards. I mean, they were, these guys were like, oh, guys, old ladies. They were going to school. I go, I said, uh, uh, brother, what, what, what's up with you, man? What's, you, know, you know how much time you got left, right? I mean, you, you, you got an idea, right? And they told me, oh, brother Tina, if you only knew, if you only knew what God has been saying to me about serving him. And you know what? They started serving God. They started connecting, uh, whether it was, it was another city in the U.S., another state. But they make the connection. They make the connection. And they, 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 were, they were people that got encouraged by the Spirit of God to fulfill the calling in their lives. Man, I saw a lot of others that just dropped out. A bunch dropped out. They just said, you know, forget this, man. This is for the birds. I ain't going to do this ministry. I mean, it's not for me. I said, well, whatever, dude. I mean, that's, that's where you're at, I guess. And that's what you want to do. And they would split the scene and just leave, you know. They weren't there anymore. But I realized that it wasn't the age. It wasn't so much how old you were or how young you were. They said you had a calling by God who had called you to serve, to serve him in a capacity, yes, just in the, the point where you made yourself available. And just a little bit, because he was going to bring you to the next level, and then to the next level, and then to the next level. It's funny how God brings us from level to level. I'm telling you. Um, you know, we this year, we, uh, we launched out at, at, at an early early retirement. I'm 64. And I, 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 I kind of called the, the Social Security office and said, hey, look, hey, what happens if I retire early? He said, well, you're going to get so much, you know. Eight hundred some, eight hundred, almost nine hundred bucks a month. I go, whoa, nine hundred bucks, man! I haven't got nine hundred bucks for a long time. And Pastor Kevin knows about this. He 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 runs our finances a little bit. This is a great favor. He blesses us that way. And and so I said, man, nine hundred extra, nine hundred bucks. I could buy me a car with that. <coughs> you know how you pay on a monthly basis here in the states? I could do what they do in the states now. I said, yeah, the way I used to before I went on as a missionary. We haven't had a new car for over 35 years. Imagine that. <laughs> you laugh, but it's the truth. I haven't had a new car for over 35 years. Isn't that right, sir? I tell Pastor Kevin, my, my car now has got 253,000 miles on a Toyota Highlander. And they say, oh, oh, that oh, those cars last forever, Brother Tino. I go, you're right, because I've been praying for that sucker <laughs> to get to go further, to last longer. Not to break down. Amen. And so um, I walk in there and I tell him, I tell him, I'm telling my age, give him the information. He says, okay, yeah, yeah, you can get it. But if you wait another year or two years, you're going to get about another 80 bucks a month. I go, Forget it. Forget it. I want it now. Give it to me. Now. It's like somebody giving me like, a, like support or donations every month, sucker. Every month, Boom. Boom, boom, and I heard a box, boom, in the bank. I go, whoa, glory to God, I feel rich. For some guys, that 100 bucks is nothing. But for me and Sarah, oh, man, it's like they're giving us gold. You know what I'm talking about? We're incredibly grateful to God for that. And, and, and so, you know, God is beginning to, 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 to bring to us that place to the next level. And I said, Lord, how can I use this money to be more effective? One thing I don't want to do, God, is retire. You know, I want to get refired, not retired. You know, it's refired. I, I want the fire to get more hot. I want the doors to open greater. 
And I was, I was, uh, I was getting ready to go on the Colombian trip uh, in September. And Sarah says, honey, she said, honey, when you go over there, God is going to use you. He's going to, he's going to use you like a fire to ignite the altars. I never heard her say that to me. And I was like, okay, ignite the altars. That sounds pretty, pretty spiritual, right? Sounds pretty good. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting in, in the, uh, uh, Pastor, Pastor Guillermo Parras, he has a, a bunch of churches under him. He's the one that's setting up the, uh, the leadership meeting there in Bogota. And he says, uh, Hermano Tino, uh, I'm going to call my friend. Okay, who's your friend? He says, oh, my friend in, in Ecuador. Ah, Ecuador, yeah. Okay, what about it? I want you to talk to him. Okay, I'll talk to him, sure. I want you to tell him that you're going to go to Ecuador. <laughs> I go, okay, I'll go to Ecuador, sure. <laughs> I'll invite myself, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> and so he calls him on his phone, right? He dials it right there in front of me, and he calls him. He goes, oh, hermano, hey, how are you, hermano? Uh, yeah, I'm doing real good, man. There's a man here I want you to meet. He's a Mexican. I go, oh, boy. And uh, he, he gives him the phone. He says, here, Mano Tino, talk to him now, please. Okay. I said, I don't even know this guy, right? I'm, I don't even know who he is. He gives him the phone. I go, and, you know, you, you know, as a pastor, you know, you learn to be, you know, courteous and uh, professional, okay? Hermano Pastor, como esta usted? You know, just real professional. And he um, answers. He goes, Hermano Tino, um, Pastor Guillermo says he knows you. I go, uh, yeah, yeah, I, we, we, we know each other. He goes, he, he says, he, he'll be coming next year, 2024, to come to Ecuador, and I would love for you to come, hermano Tino. I go, okay, all right, all right, all right. I, I, I guess, I guess I could go. He said, hermano Tino, this is what God is going to do through your ministry here in Ecuador. I said, what is it? God is going to ignite. With the fire that's inside you. The altars. The altars that God is raising up here in Ecuador. And when he said that, it scared the living lights out of me. Because that's what my wife, those were her last words when I left. Left Mexico. That's what she told me. And I said, wow. I didn't, I just pondered the idea of being fire, more fire for the altars of Ecuador, of the people of Ecuador. And I've never been there, so I don't know what to expect. Some tell me it's cold, some tell me it's hot, I don't know. But uh, I knew his name, but I forgot it. But it's a, Sp it's a Spanish name. Maria. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He was in Quito. It may be him. It may be him. So, you know, we, we are taken by God from glory to glory into a place where he begins to open these doors. And, you know, so I, see, I didn't, I wasn't making these trips before because I didn't have any money. Well, the money I had was basically for, for, our, for our beans and rice. And we have tacos, hallelujah. Tacos al pastor. Yeah, and the green does too. Um, so all of a sudden, you know, God, God is blessing us this way, and, I, and so those doors are open. You know, I, I got to pay for these flights. We're heading to, we're heading to Greece this time, this next week, and the Lord just put them on and said, you know what, you don't, you, don't, you don't be telling nobody about this. You don't have to be telling nobody about this. You, you might mention it to some of your friends, and those that, 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 that you ask or you, you want to share something with them, go ahead, but he says, "Don't, don't, don't put it, don't put it on, on, on gossip book. Okay, don't put it on Facebook. Don't put it on, on, on the, on the social media, because, because that's, that's what I do. That's how I, I can raise money, through those means." He says, "No, no, 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 no. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to give you what you need to get there." He said, "Lord, you know, going to Greece is, is not, it's not just six hundred bucks or." just $300, you know, $500. It's, it's a lot more than that. And so 
as as even even to the last the last days when of course I'm we're leaving we're leaving Monday to go to the airport in St. Louis, and I'm saying God, I know, I know that I know that I know that you're doing this. I know that you want to open this door for us. Call the pastor there. I I, I didn't even know he was a, he was an Assemblies God pastor. Because I, I, ne- I didn't I don't speak Greek, so but he speaks a little English and he speaks a little Spanish. Brother Elias, Pastor Elias, and I call him. So I said, Pastor Elias, how you doing, brother? He goes, Hermano, with a real deep voice, Hermano, Hermano Tino, que bueno que me llamas. So good that you call me. He said, You're coming to Greece. I want you to come to Grecia. We want to we want to see your ministry here. And come to my church, hermano, please. And God is moving. I I I just came back from from España, Spain. I was in Madrid and went to a to a conference. And I tell you, God is doing something wonderful here in Greece. We want you to come, please. You know, I've come to and I've learned and, and to realize that. People don't invite me because I'm I'm an eloquent speaker. I'm not. You, I mean, you you pick up on that real quick. But what they what they've seen in me in our ministry and the anointing that God has given us is that there has to be. And I ask what I ask God when I pray. When I pray for this thing, I say, God, not just Lord. I I, I don't want to just talk to them. I don't just want to preach to people. I like preaching. That's okay. I I enjoy it. But Lord. I want your signs and wonders to be in, in an outpouring that they can see who you are. Lord God, they don't have to see me anymore. They don't have to hear me anymore. But Lord God, they can see you. And once they see you, that connection's going to be made. They're going to rise up. They're going to be encouraged. They're going to begin to do the work that you've called them to do. God, you know what? Nothing is going to hold them back. They become a great and powerful army in this generation. I don't care how old they are. I don't care how beautiful, how ugly they may look or think of themselves. God, they're called by you, by your anointing. And you're going to raise them up because of the power of God that's flowing through my life. Hallelujah. If you believe them, give them a praise offering. Come on now. Hallelujah. You know, God, God, is, God is not wasting his time. He didn't waste his time when, when he called you. You, you. You're a marked man. You're a marked, you're a marked man. You know what I mean? Oh, what's your name again, brother? I know I talked to you the other day. What's your name? Randy. Randy, it's just I keep hearing the, the, the it, like it's, a, it's like it's resounding in my ears over and over again. Tell him it's not too late. Tell him it's not too late. It's, everything's, everything is in place. And God's putting the pieces, brother. You're like a puzzle to God. He's putting pieces together. He goes, when this man is, comes together in the pieces that I have, that I'm, I'm bringing him and I'm putting in him, my grace, my love, my power, my spirit, my anointing upon his life, he's, he's going to be a, a, a man of much power. But flows in grace because you've been through so much, brother. And one of the things that you learn when you go through so much is grace. How you say things. How you speak to people. You know, you might not ever meet or know these people, but you speak grace. You're, you're seasoned with grace, brother. You know, your, your, your past is back there. And you ha- you've had to learn a lot of things to come to this point now. But God has you right now, brother, where you need to be. God's going to raise you up. God's, God has, has been doing a healing in your heart for some years now. But God has already said, it's time. It's time, son. You know what? It's time to sign out of that hospital. Get out of there. Get out of that situation. Get out of that thinking. Get out of those things because God is bringing you to the next level already. And he said, it's time. It's time. It's not too late. Amen? You believe that, brother? Amen. Hallelujah. So when Pastor Kevin asks you if you want to go with him to Mexico, you say, brother, I am going to go. Just say yes. You don't, you don't, you don't worry where the money's going to come, brother. You might not even have 10 bucks in your bank account. It doesn't matter. The money is not the issue. Jesus, 
is the one who's going to lead you to where you need to go. He is sufficient. Not the dollar. Jesus is. Amen? You believe that, brother? Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. What's your name, brother? Yes, you. Anthony. How are you, sir? I hope I didn't stall you. Here, just give me a, a, a full shake. You just give me a half a shake there, brother. That's it. Thank you. God bless you. Can I pray for you? Okay. Can you come over here? Okay. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Another one. There you go. God bless you. And so your name again is what? Man, Anthony. Father, I bless Anthony, Lord. I bless his life. I don't know what this key is for, but it must be an important key, right? <laughs> hallelujah. How old are you, Anthony? 27. Man, you're young, bro. Yeah, you're pretty young. Yeah. Compared to Pastor Kevin, you're pretty young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you're, 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 you're a handsome young man. You married yet? Not yet. How come? Just ain't, 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 ain't. I can't find the right one. Oh, my goodness. Well, well, if you dress up real nice, you're going to fight her, bro. Because you're a good-looking guy. Amen? Okay. Next time I see you, I want to see you with some nice pants, nice shirt. You don't wear pants? Well, that's, well, that's not my fault, right? But anyway, <laughs> it's okay. That's all right. That's all right. It, it depends on what kind of woman you want. You know what I mean? You want a nice-looking woman? Well, then you dress up nice. It's real simple. You don't trust a woman? Yes. Christian woman. That's right. That's it, man. That's right. And she wants a... She wants a... She wants a... That's it, baby. You got it. That's it. So you dress up nice on the outside because in the inside, everything's okay. Normally, the Bible teaches that what's on the outside is showing what's in the inside. You know what I mean? So God's, God's about to change some situations in your life, bro you got to be willing to step into that. You know what I mean? It's going to cost you. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be okay. He's going to walk you the rest of your life, but you got to be willing to walk in those times that you don't think it's the best for you. But Jesus knows what's best for you. Amen? Okay? Where's your dad? Your dad. Is he still alive? He's gone already. What was his name? Kenneth. Okay. You know what? If I was your dad, man, you, you'd be out here playing music. You'd be out here worshiping God. Did you come Sunday? Did you come Sunday? Did you come Saturday? You didn't come to the conference? What happened to you? you oh, it's the first time you? Yeah. I'm sorry. They didn't invite you. That's what happened. They didn't invite you. Oh, my goodness. Well, bro, I just see how it was for you, that connection with, uh, with, your, with your dad, with your family. But you know what? I made a decision years ago when God began to walk with me and I with him, okay? I got born again, started walking with him. And one of the things that he taught me was that I had to love my, my mom and my dad, doesn't matter what they did. You know what I mean? I had to forgive them. You forgiven your dad already? Okay, good. Real good. That's real good. Okay, that's a good start. Second, and then I had to do the same thing, forgive my dad. Then God began to do a work in me. But he told me, he says, you know what? You don't have to do everything they did. And I made a choice. I said, Lord, not that I want to be better than them, no. But you're, you're, you're calling me to be something different. And I began to attend to my children in a very different way. I began to listen to counsel and to advice. Are you willing to listen to advice? Okay. I just told you, I give you advice to, to, to dress up nice. Is that bad advice? There you go. Now we're talking. But God's going to do work inside you first. And then he does it in the outside. Amen. So let me bless you now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, bl we bless Anthony. We bless his life. We thank you, Lord God, what you're doing in him, Lord. Lord, let him see you. Let him see Jesus. I see you as a small child, Anthony, how you were rejected. There was a lot of rejection in your home. That's what I, I, I don't know you. Do you know me? No, I, I don't know you either, so it's okay. 
But even through those times that you felt that and you saw that, I don't know how you dealt with it. But God, today, he tells you, the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, tells you that he accepts you. He loves you. He cares about you. He has a future for your life, man. Okay? There's a future for you. I see you preaching the word of God somewhere. Okay? Different people. Some are young kids. Some are people that are either into some bad stuff or good stuff, but you're, you're, you're going to talk to them about Christ, about Jesus. And you're going to do it out of heartfelt because he, Jesus does a special work in your life. Today it begins. Okay? I'm willing to believe God with you. Stand with you now. You know what I mean? It's all good. You believe that? So, give me a hand and say this with me. Jesus, you come into my life today. Cleanse me, God, with your precious blood. Make me to be that new creature. New creation. All things are passed away. And all things are made new. I love you, Jesus, because you love me first. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you, Anthony. Love you, man. Love you, love you. Yes, please, please, please. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Well, God, God brings us to a place in our lives. How much time I got? But it's, it's 7.18. So are we done already? We started, see, we started at 6, right? Oh, we still, still got another hour to go. Praise God. You, know, <laughs> you should ask Brother Jerry about the meetings on Sunday. Oh, my goodness. We went for five hours and a half. I think I think he lost his watch or something because he didn't even realize what time it was. But I tell you, the Holy Ghost was moving that night, wasn't it, Brother Jerry? Wow! I tell you what, them folks there in that cell group, in Brother Jerry's house, it was incredible. There was an outpouring of God's grace and His love. You know, it, it's 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 just happened, Jill. You're entering in, in, into a new season. And God says he's got your number. He knows exactly the things that you prayed to him and what things that you, you, you talked to him about, even your life. And he's got your number. But I see a new season for you. It's a new season. And, and all he wants you to do is to step into it. I think he's kind of already put things in your mind concerning that new season. And you're trying maybe to figure it out. And God says... I'm showing you the new season. I'm showing you what it is. You trust me. I'm going to open that door for you. Amen? And don't, well, don't worry where the, where the funds are going to be. He's, he's going to take care of you. Amen? He's going to take care of you. But um, I see you like, like just being refreshed by God. Um, and you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to like, and that it's like going into, into a, um, a new season of, 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 of your, your, your physical aspect, how you see yourself, you know, things are going to change for you in that area. God's going to show you things. He's going to give you the grace to, to do things. And, and it's, like, it's like when you look in the mirror in that time, in that season, he's, you're going to look like say, gosh, I look, I look young again. It's like you're, you're, you feel young again. It's like, it's like a, a, a refreshing visit of God. But you, he wants you to walk in that season, you know, till, till, till you go to be home with the Lord or till he comes back. One of the two. Okay? So I speak God's strength upon you, his supernatural strength upon your body and upon your soul. That you'll, that you'll, that you'll know God's, God's season for you. Amen? I speak that over you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, uh, um, when when uh, when I saw the video uh, of Sister Virginia and, 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 and her dear husband, you know, they she showed me the video how the accident happened, and the first thing that I saw in that video, I, I don't know if anybody saw it, but when I saw it, I saw like an angel right in front of that their white truck was a white truck right, and the and the lady had crashed into them. 
And it's like that angel just, just took the bulk of, 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 the, of, the, of the hit. That lady obviously died. She passed away. And, but, you know, Brother Sherman and Sister Virginia are here to testify of what God can do when you walk with God, when you serve the Lord. You know, when God's not done with you, you ain't going. You hear me? You remember Roger West used to tell me that all the time? He says, he says, you know, you know why I haven't died, Tino? I go, uh, I don't know, Brother Roger. He was a missionary, a good friend of ours. And he says, uh, he says, I don't know, I don't, I haven't gone because God, God hasn't, God hasn't appointed that moment to happen yet. He is the one that has the last word. He says, when I go home, I don't go home when I want. I don't go home because some some crazy demon is gonna come, you know possess somebody to come and crash at me. No, it ain't going to happen like that. It ain't going to happen like that. I'm going when God says it's timing. He's the boss. He's the boss. He's the one that sends the angels out there to take care of me. He's the boss. He's the one that's going to make it happen because what I need to be here is because he has a need for me to be here. And I'm going to continue to do the work of God. It doesn't matter what the world thinks. What are my circumstances? doesn't matter. God has the last word. And I believe that God is, is doing, is bringing this work to the next level. To the work that God has, has been raising up. I see, I see God in, in, in a time of visitation in this area. You know, I don't know exactly what God is going to use to do it, but I see God, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's his, it's like it's his, God's going to put like honey over this house. The honey, the honey of God. And you know, you know how bees come to honey? That's how, that's going to, I see how God's going to begin to set that up. You know, people are going to come and just come and come and eat that honey. Come and just receive that honey. And you know, God is going to make it so natural for them to come in and be healed and be set free. And their eyes are going to be open. The, the, the blind eyes are going to be open. The, the, the paralytics are going to walk. Uh, those that are, have AIDS are going to be are going to be cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You know what? I, I, I see I see homosexuals coming in through those doors, and God's going to set them free. They 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 have come in, in 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 a desperate in a desperate mode where they say they say that I cannot be changed. They're going to say, you know what? God is going to do it today. God's going to do it in this place because this place is like a like a gigantic hospital. For those that are hurting. And, uh, and I, I believe it begins this year. God is doing it this year. He's making the connections. Amen? Amen? It's, it's like Anthony. He showed up tonight. He said, hey, I'm here. You know? You know he, come, he comes like, like an off night. You know? There's, there's not a lot of folks tonight. But he came in a good night. A perfect time. You know? They didn't invite him for the conference. I don't know why they didn't invite him to the conference. It would have been super cool. We just got done with the conference. Man, it was awesome this past weekend. Uh, but don't miss the next one. It's going to be really good. Okay? There's free food, dude. Hey, what else? It's good stuff. Anyway. But God is blessing this work. And I speak that blessing over the leadership, over Pastor Kevin, Lucia, and Zach, and Danielle. You know what? Their kids are going to be are going to be fireballs, are going to be dynamite. Them little kids, I mean, they're beautiful little girls. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to take your shotgun out, brother, because it's, them guys are wolves out there. Them boys, watch out, man. They're terrible. And, uh, but, uh, you know, keep that shotgun handy. Hallelujah. Scare them off. Glory to God. That's right. But I, I see them in, in, in strong, in, in, in up, like upfront ministry. They're like going to be upfront. They're going to be there. They're going to be in the in, in the in the faces of the people. Those those children. How many how many girls are there? Your grandkids, five grandkids, and there are five girls. Five girls and one boy. Oh my goodness. They're they're going to be they're going to be conquerors. They're they're going to be, you know, they're going to do things that a lot of people don't don't understand that that a woman could do. These little girls are going to be up, like they're going to be up front. They're going to have the grace of God, the power of God flowing into their lives. 
and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna see incredible visions. They're gonna walk. I don't know which one it is, but they're gonna walk in visions where the God's gonna begin to show them, and and they'll they'll be they'll be they'll be uh, awake and and having visions. They'll show up to church, and God is gonna begin to speak to them in different ways, and and God is is gonna show up in their lives. God's gonna raise them up in a very powerful, powerful way. Amen. I believe that. What are their names again? Yeah, five, five of them. Abri and, Le- and Laney. Lyrica, Mia, and Judah. Delicious. And the little guy, Nova. Oh, Nova, it's a girl. Okay, so wh- what's the name of the guy? Judah. Judah, that's it. And one is called Nova, like the Chevy Nova? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Nueva. Nova. Nova. Nueva. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's it. So, anyway, I bless you in Jesus' name. We love you. Um, God's grace is with you. And please, please, accompany your pastor when you can. Uh, Don't leave him alone. He should not go alone. You know, this church needs to support this man. And if you don't go, then you need to pay his way. Anyway, just give him a small offering, you know, whatever. You know, he's a very thankful man. You guys got an awesome pastor. You really do. God has blessed you in a way that you don't, sometimes you don't, you never know what you got till you don't have it anymore. That's what they say, right? But you guys know what you got. And I need to tell you what you got. It's important that you understand that. That's how God has blessed, blessed you. And he's, you know, he's given you so much. And yet what is coming, it's even more. So this church is a blessed church. Amen. Pastor Kevin. Amen. Did y'all enjoy that? Brother Pino is a fireball. He's got the passion in him. Now, Brother Padilla, I ministered for him in Quito. He has something like 27 churches under him. Big church in Quito. That's 11,000 feet up. It's very high. Yes, take a coat. I took a windbreak and I froze to death. You get up that high, you got to rest just walking to the back door. Of course, your altitude, his church is in a town of about 6,100 feet up. I guess Calientes. Yeah, and Leon about the same. So, you know, that's like above Denver when I go there. That's why I usually don't do anything the first night, <laughs> first day. I got to rest and get acclimated. But I will be going to Aguas Calientes in November. Yeah, probably leaving about the 8th and 9th. We're going to be commemorating the last service of their 25-year anniversary and uh, with Isaac and Laura. And I was there with them when they first raised the, yeah, we, we, we did a little digging in the dirt and, and dedicated it. That was way back. Yeah, that was 23 years ago. But uh, they're about to buy some more property next to it. A lady wants to sell a house next to the church. And Isaac wants to turn that into some more classrooms and rooms for the kids. They're busting at the seams there. That church bringing them in right and left. A lot of young business people, even young young. Uh, professionals and they're doing really well so and the bible college used to be with pastor miguel hernandez and he got sick and was on dialysis so he gave the bible college over to brother pino to take on so that's why you're increasing on your side again but anyway it's a great ministry uh i've been going down there for 32 or 33 years 1991 was my first year, 
and uh, it was with Roger West, first service. Great man of God. You know, he's in his 90s now. And uh, still alive. But uh, he, he mentored me a little bit. He mentored Tino quite a bit. So, so anyway, let's stand up. Let's thank the Lord for what he did here tonight and a message of encouragement. And Brother Tino encouraged you to serve the Lord with your whole heart, with gladness. So do that. Choose to say yes. So, amen. God bless you. Lord, touch them all. Be with them as they go. And help them, Lord, in their, their uh, ministries as they're growing into ministry. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, you're welcome to talk to Brother Tino and Sister Sarah and, and be friendly with them.